Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Loom help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you're listening, you're having a great start to your Friday. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, and the podcast to be named later, all at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSBN, across all forms of social media, and free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you choose to listen, that's where we'll be for free. Just hit that subscribe button, and you'll get the latest content when it's available. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. So today was actually supposed to be a pretty busy day on the MLB calendar because today was the original deadline for players and teams and their respective teams across Major League Baseball to swap salary figures, to, to swap, you know, wanted salary amounts for the for both the player and the team for 2024. But that was actually moved up to yesterday on Thursday, and we saw, obviously, several reports of some pretty significant names across baseball either agreeing to one-year deals with their respective teams or some pretty significant names now going to arbitration hearings with their respective teams. And the Braves have seen you know out, both outcomes here recently. They've had plenty of arbitration hearings in recent years, and they've also agreed to one-year deals with several, uh, several other players around this time over the past several off-seasons. Well, this year... In their final year of control for both players, A.J. Minter and Max Reed were the last two players. You know, the Braves already agreed to a one-year $825,000 deal with Waskar Yanoa a week ago. The Braves entered Thursday needing to get both A.J. Minter and Max Reed taken care of. And I think many thought that, especially with Freed, who the previous two off-seasons had gone to an arbitration hearing, that may have been the likely scenario for Freed once again. But the Braves were actually able to settle on one-year deals with both Freed and Minter to where they're not going to have to worry about any arbitration hearings. A.J. Minter is going to earn, you know, agreed to a one-year $6.22 million deal, slightly below the 6.5 he was estimated for. And then Max Freed agreed to a one-year $15 million deal, slightly above the $14.4 million he was estimated to make. So the Braves have now been able to sign Yanoa, Minter, and Freed, and so they're not going to have to worry about any arbitration hearings. And of course... This definitely wound up being a pretty quiet deadline because other players that the Braves potentially were going to, you know, have to take care of when it came to being arbitration eligible. Again, the Braves entered this offseason with 13 potential arbitration eligible players, but through early trades and non-tender decisions earlier this offseason, that number dwindled down to three. You know, some notable Braves that, you know, agreed to arbitration with their new teams are Kyle Wright is going to be earning $1.8 million. Next season, with the Royals, Nicky Lopez agreed to a $4.3 million with the White Sox. 
So in an effort to you know cut money or, or to, to in an effort to lower costs for other you know offseason moves and just overall clear roster spaces, the Braves went from 13 to 3 pretty quickly when it came to arbitration eligible players, and now they've been able to settle in on salary figures for both for all of you, Noah, Mentor, and Freed. And so that now is taken care of for the Braves. Now, with, with, with this being taken care of, with both Mentor and Freed now signed at their respective salaries in their final year of control in Atlanta before they hit free agency, the question becomes, does this change anything? Does this have any type of impact on either Mentor or Freed potentially being signed long-term? And the simple answer is no. And the clear reason why is, you know, as much as it would make sense for the Braves to be able to sign either Freed and or Mentor long-term, the simple truth is, is that it's not as as clear of a need for either Mentor or Freed. Because both pitchers, with how consistent they've been, both being left-handed, the fact that both have been such a critical component of the rotation in Freed's case and the bullpen in Mentor's case, the fact that both of them have held such critical roles for several years now for one of the most consistent winners in baseball, for those reasons... That's why both of them likely want to enter free agency and make the most of what will likely be the biggest payday of their careers. Alex Anthopoulos, when it comes to the extensions, and we know he usually likes to do it with position players, but he's done it with a couple of arms in the past. The big thing that I'm getting at is, is that with Alex Anthopoulos, he typically likes to get these extensions taken care of. When there's multiple years of control left, that's what allows for the team-friendly aspect to come in place. But with both Mentor as well as Freed, you have to think that talks have occurred. But if, if, if with each passing year of control that, that those two players had, it becomes less and less likely that they have incentive to sign long-term at the Braves instead of going to free agency where they may be able to cash in, especially if both of them have a big 2024. So it is good news that the Braves were able to go ahead and get Contracts in place with both Mentor as well as Freed for 2024. But does this in any way, shape, or form make it more likely that either of them in spring training, for instance, will agree to a long-term deal with the Braves? I don't think it has any type of real change on that likelihood. And overall, I think it remains more likely than not that both Freed and AJ Mentor will look to make the most of 2024 and enter free agency next offseason looking to cash in on how highly productive both of men over the past several years. But of course, that means that there's going to be two major holes to fill for the Braves, and that's going to continue to be a big storyline as we go through this season. But now the arbitration situations for the Braves are taken care of. The focus now turns to the future, and, and not only in terms of a few days from now when the international signing period starts, but it turns to the future when it comes to the fact that the Braves are going to add yet another significant position player to their minor leagues. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence and Loom help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually we're great, but together we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, Trust Atlassian Software for everything from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 
200 or 2 million, or whether your team is around the corner or on another continent altogether, Atlassian Software is built to help keep you all on the same page from start to finish. That way, every one of your teams, from engineering and IT to marketing, HR and legal, can stay connected and move together as one towards shared company-wide goals. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So over the past several months, maybe even going to you know the past year, the Braves have been consistently linked to one of the most highly thought of, highly touted prospects in this year's international signing period, and that is infielder Jose Padermo. And it even went as far as over the past you know one or two days, Hector Gomez, who, who has been you know a pretty reliable source when it comes to you know Latin American player news. Uh, in Major League Baseball over the past several years, you know, he put he he even put a number figure out there, you know, that that the Braves could go as high as six million on a potential deal for Jose Perdomo, which would be record setting um in terms of you know the amount that they would sign him for. We'll let that we'll let that become official before we discuss that aspect of things when it comes to the signing of Jose Perdomo. But the reason why it's significant. I feel there's multiple reasons why, you know, adding a player of the caliber of Jose Perdomo to the Braves minor league system, one reason why it's significant is because we've now seen the fact that the Braves are now fully once again in place to add significant talents through the international signing period to their minor league system. Of course, you know, it's been well documented. You know, in the past, you know, the the uh, the penalties that the Braves had to suffer through some things that, you know, happened in the middle of last decade, they were really kind of behind the eight ball. They were really limited on the amount of talent that they could add through the international signing period for many years under Alex Anthopoulos. But now the Braves can fully operate like all other major league teams can in being able to add significant talent through the international signing period. And that's exactly what the Braves have done. If you're keeping count at home, you know, this is the second straight year the Braves are going to add a significant position player prospect to their minor league system through the international signing period. Last year, it was outfielder Luis Guanipa. This year, it's infielder Jose Perdermo. As a matter of fact, once Perdermo is officially added to the Braves minor league system, four of the five top position player prospects for the Braves will have come to the system through the international signing period in recent years. But beyond the signing of Perdomo himself, and again in time, you know, we'll have much more information on you know what makes Perdomo such an intriguing prospect, and obviously have the official number figures next week once they're made official. But beyond the Braves adding Perdomo himself as a significant talent to their system, I think that this also sheds light on how the Braves have continued to try to replenish their minor league system after they've seen several successful graduations to the majors of prospects over the past several years. You know, we talk about the fact, we talked, as a matter of fact, earlier this week, 
Baseball America came out and ranked the Braves fifth among major league teams in terms of recent success drafting pitchers through the draft. And that really has been a focus for the Braves. Ever since they added Shane Long, Shea long as well as Braden Shoemake, you know, with two first-round picks back a few years ago in the first round of the Major League Draft, over the past two, three, four years, the main focus for the Braves in the early part, in the early rounds of the Major League Draft, has been adding arms. And they've been very good at it. The, you know, two, two of the two pitchers in the rotation, Spencer Strider and Bryce Elder, they were added as early round picks through the draft over the past four years. The uh, Arguably the Braves' two best prospects, Hurston Waldrop as well as A.J. Mischauver, they were added through the early rounds of the draft over the past few years. So the Braves have done a very good job of stockpiling intriguing to productive talent, arm talent, They've done a very good job of stockpiling that type of talent in the higher levels of their minor league season through the amateur draft in recent years. So the, through the amateur draft, the Braves' focus has been adding arms. But through the international signing period, the Braves' focus has been infusing the lower level of their minor leagues with position player talent. And so the Braves have, have gone multiple ways of adding talent to their minor league system, and they've generally been pretty successful. And the reason why the Braves have looked to add pitching to the higher levels of their minor league system and position player talent at the lower levels of their minor league system is because at the major league level, pitching has been more of a need. Because the Braves have such a talented core of position players locked up long-term at the major league level, they, they don't necessarily need as consistent of a flow of talent to their position player group as they do their pitching staff. So again, we're continuing to see a trend of how the Braves are replenishing their minor league system, adding pitching that can quickly move through the system through the amateur draft, but adding highly intriguing position player talent through the international signing period that will take time to develop. But the Braves have really continued to strengthen the lower levels of their minor league system with position player talent. Now, of course, as time goes on, you want as many of these prospects to work out so that you can continue to have a successful flow of talent to your major league team. But the flip side of that is that since the Braves have such a young core in place in their at their major league level that will be here for a while, replenishing your, your farm system with both position player talent and pitching talent, and both the pitching and position player talents being intriguing, that also allows for you to consistently have a good cover of assets to use in trades. And again, as I mentioned earlier this week, that's been a big reason why the Braves have been able to add significant talents over the past few years to both their lineup as well as their bullpen because of the fact that they continue to have intriguing talent in their minor league system. So the Braves clearly have a focus. They clearly have a strategy of how to keep intriguing talent constantly coming through their minor league system and they potentially could add possibly the best position player prospect they've added in years in Perdomo in a few days. It'll be very, very fun to see what the exact numbers are. It'll be very fun to see what other talents the Braves add, but it's also going to be awesome to see the fact that the Braves are really building up their position player side of things in the minor league system and they're adding several significant talents that either could pay off 
later on by, by making an impact to Atlanta, or potentially it could pay off with those prospects being involved in future trades as the Braves continue to have the best Major League product as possible. Can't thank you enough for joining us here on the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. Make sure to check out all the great content from the Battery Power Podcast Network and BatteryPower.com at BatteryPowerSPN across all forms of social media and just hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, go Braves. We'll talk to you again soon here on the Daily Hammer. 